Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, Steve Lewis here. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. We are at a book fair and we are in Brewer, Maine. I've got some amazing folks with some great books. We are with an amazing man of God here. We've got Pastor Darren Farmer, and he is the pastor of Deeper Worship Center here in Brewer. And because of him, all the authors are here, and this is fantastic. Pastor, thank you for doing this, for starters. Oh, you're welcome. And tell us about your ministry. I, I think... Um Really, my ministry is based on fivefold ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a church planter. Um, been a church planter for almost 30 years. Oh, wow. Um, and so, obviously, from the accent, you can tell I'm not from here. Yes. <laughs> so, I started in England. Okay. And uh, we, we planted five churches and created a small network in England. Um, set up Bible schools. We, had, we, nice. we still actually have Bible schools in Africa. Oh, wow. Um, training ministers, yep. uh, seeing them released into ministry. Uh, and really, that's my heart. I want to activate um, people in ministry. So whether that's apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, yep. or, or, you know, whether it's a gift of intercession, it's what can we do to recognize, train, activate, and release people into what they're meant to be doing by for God. Amen. And so that stayed for me in England and then I moved here in 2005. Mm-hmm. And I've been here in the States ever since. And, you know, church planting is still my passion and awesome. I want to take people deeper with him. Yeah, so that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So the book fair. Yes. What sparked you to do this? Uh, so I started writing books about... 12 years ago mm-hmm. and because I get to travel and minister which is fantastic um, I just love to see people inspired by books to be inspired by people's story to be yeah. inspired by lifestyle um, but I'm also a deep thinker i want people to get truth from the word of god and so for me it's writing material that inspires people but takes them deeper into the word Mm -hmm. well in doing that for myself and seeing you know how much of a range we get in selling books um i realized that there's a lot of authors out there that don't get the opportunities that i get they don't get to go and minister to other places they don't get to uh you know present their books or material Mm -hmm. and so for me the book fair was an opportunity to invite those individuals and say, what have you got? Let's find a wider audience and see people blessed. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you actually open it up free to all the authors, correct? That's correct, Set up tables and that's a blessing in itself. Yeah, because it's really not about, it's not about me. Like, I honestly don't care if I sell a book. Mm. If other people get exposure, um, then that's important. Nice, that's fantastic. And so the books that you've written, You've yep. got a list of books here, so let's hear the different books you've written. I have, so a wide range. Uh, Broken Restoration for God's Wounded. Mm-hmm. Um, that really came out of my own story of going through a season of brokenness mm-hmm. and realizing there wasn't a lot of material out there to help ministers find their way back. 
and so how do we get people into a place of restoration mm. um, and I think it's important because we have something like uh, 1,400 people leaving the ministry every month in the United wow. States. Wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, and it's you 2023. Know, they're trained, they're equipped, um, but because something's gone wrong or they haven't had the support they needed, they're leaving the ministry. Wow. So how do we tap into that? Yeah. And so that's really started my uh, journey. And then the rest of the books have come out of, you know, some of my passions. So okay. Awakening the Issachar generation, mm -hmm. um, awakening that prophetic ministry in people yeah. um, is important. Uh, praying with God, uh, mm. great journey uh, through the Lord's Prayer. Mm -hmm. So most people pray as slaves, not as sons. Oh, wow. So we come begging God for mercy. Yes. God, can you do this for me? And I will, you know, we negotiate, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> God, if true. you do this for me, I will do whatever. And that's really a slave mentality where God wants us to come as sons and daughters. Wow. And so when we understand that, we learn to pray with God and the heart of God, mm -hmm. again, prophetically, knowing the end at the beginning yeah. and seeing breakthrough. Um, and then I wrote a book called Echo in the Dark, uh, which is all about the different ways that God speaks to us mm. um, and how we can tune into his voice. And uh, my favorite is to talk about the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so the final book at the moment is uh, it's the Holy Spirit. It's a work manual. It's a study guide. People okay. are doing it in their churches. And it takes people through this journey of the baptism the mm -hmm. person and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Nice. That's powerful. That sounds amazing. So before I head on to my next author, tell us where we can get your books from. Okay. Because people are listening from all over the world. Yeah. So they can get them either from www.darrenfarmerministries.com or they can go to Amazon. If they go to Amazon, put in Pastor Darren Farmer mm -hmm. and any of those book titles, and they'll discover me there. Okay, that's awesome. And one thing I've been enforcing is making sure people know that if they purchase the books from your website, yes, more finances goes towards your ministry, correct? Absolutely, yes. Exactly. So yeah, we want to make important. sure they go there. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, I travel. I never, um, I usually pay my own flights mm -hmm. and my lodging. So that comes out of the ministry, which yes. is important. Yeah. Uh, but again, my heart is I want to set people on fire for revival yes. um, and their ministry so i'll go to any size church i don't care if it's 20 or 2000 Amen. people in the church as long as people are being blessed and changed then that's awesome. a good thing hey good stuff well thanks for sitting down with me i'm gonna head on to the next author you're welcome Appreciate thank you for you. having me awesome it's great to have you thank here. you okay so we are here with benjamin benjamin yes sir hey it's good to have you on the show thank you for having me He's got an amazing book for young people. Tell us about you first, Benjamin, and then tell us about your book. Well, uh, where do I start? Um, so I was born in 1980. Um, I don't want to start right from the beginning and all that. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so started off rough with uh, some my my parents living some uh, worldly followings, mm -hmm. and um, which kind of brought me to this book uh, and I'll, I'll share with that at the age of seven years old my mom started going to church she literally drugged me to church when i became a teenager there was a rebellious time and she literally grabbed me by the ear put me in the car and said mm. you're going to church yeah and um so um i got to know jesus and you know got to know god father um i didn't really have a father growing up 
Um, so Godfather, my Father God in heaven, Amen. became my father. Yeah. And then um, I went some wayward ways as a teenager and then came back in my 20s. And in my early 20s, I joined the military to get away from the town, town of Belfast and start anew and mm -hmm. uh, kind of run away in a sense. Fast forward, you know, after eight years in the Army National Guard and a tour overseas in Iraq um, at the age of 24, 25. Mm -hmm. And then uh, coming back home in my early 20s, really starting to get back into God okay. and just selling out, realizing, saw my life going in a direction where I was like, no, I don't want this. So I really gave my everything, gave my life to the King of Kings. I realized that life will drive you to your knees mm. in many circumstances. So instead of being driven to my knees, I want to go to my knees. Yes. So Amen. I started kneeling to the king. Amen. And that's where I am today. Okay. And so now we're sitting here. Tell us about your book. We want to know the name of your book and tell us where we can find it. So my book, uh, Good Dreams Now, uh, is, is part of a series, my first book, trying to work on the second one. And the series will be The Helper Helps. Okay. So we're going from here. Um, and, of course, the helper, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And I believe that Jesus said, I will make you fishers of men. Yep. And that we are to speak in parables to the lost in some cases. Mm. So my books are really a tie-in to children and to getting them uh, at a level. And this book here, Good Dreams Now, actually came from my trauma as a kid. Okay. And I was going through some bad dreams and nightmares and yeah. stuff. And that was about the time my mom started going to church. And I learned about this guy named Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I was having these neat dreams, and I was thinking there was this little guy in my head playing movies. Was, so, long story short, I would lay on my pillow, and i hear these footsteps. Mm -hmm. It was my heartbeat in my neck. Right. And, I, you know, seven years old, you get an imagination. <laughs> you're like, oh, there must be a guy walking around in my, yeah. my head. So I thought that someone was playing movies. Mm. So I'm like, all right. I learned about this guy named Jesus, and I'm like, so I started saying to Jesus, Jesus, can you ask the movie guy to start playing some good movies? Wow. And my nightmare stopped. Wow. So this was 30-something years ago. I'm mm. 42 today. And looking back, that that was the moment the helper helped me. Yeah. And so I put it into a book about a year and a half ago, finally on paper. Nice. This is my baby. I, I, I got it printed and I was holding it out to someone like a year ago yeah and I was passing it to someone and I was like man that's my baby yeah you know so it yeah. was birthed after 30 something years wow that's yeah. awesome and where can the folks buy your book uh, right now I am on Amazon uh, you can you can order it from Amazon you can go on christianbook.com you mm -hmm. can go on Barnes and Noble they have it there in the print format of publishing where you can order it from them and it might get to you two or three weeks okay but you can also find me on facebook okay uh benjamin freeman herbist children's book author mm -hmm. and uh i can send you a book myself as well okay yeah. and uh do you have a website where you sell them yourself for your ministry so i'm at www.benjaminfherbistauthor.com so if people order it from you Will yeah. you get more benefits financially from your ministry? Oh, absolutely. It? Okay, yeah. good. So, yeah. folks, 
first and foremost with all these authors I'm talking about, if they have their own website and they're selling their book, please, I encourage you to go to their website because they will financially benefit more from selling their book through their website than if you sell it from Amazon and pay yeah, Amazon. Absolutely. No hard feelings against Amazon, but I love it when I see authors actually get blessed. Yeah, absolutely. Yes? Yeah. All right, my man. Well, cool. thanks for being on the show, and I'm going to head over to the next author. Awesome stuff. Hey, thanks, brother. Thank you, Stephen. Appreciate you, man. Yeah. Okay, folks, we are here with another amazing author. We have Bobby Roberts. Hello. Yes, welcome, welcome. So, Bobby, tell us about yourself. What's going on? I'm from an island on the coast of Maine, Darrell Stonington. Nice. And I reside in Ellsworth, so I'm a Maine author. Okay. And um, I have four children, and we have three bunnies and a cat in our family and we give them personalities yes and my little girl could not say sweetie so one day she was giving the bunny a treat saying here you go sweetie uh-huh. and Fweets was born okay <laughs> and Fweets just happens to be the character of, he's of her the books. main character because he's just kind of the boss awesome. of the other bunnies and the cat isn't that and something and when the bigs and the littles leave the house they escape their cages and get into lots of mischief. Oh, nice. So this is, we've got a children's author here. And amazing book, amazing illustrations, and uh, really exciting, actually. What inspired you to write Fweets? Well, people would come <laughs> over for dinner or visit us, and we're still in character giving these animals personalities, oh, even wow. around strangers. And they're like, you've got to write this down. Yeah. You've got to, this is hilarious. Nice. You've got to write this down. And we have catchphrases for Fweets. So we'll say, Fweets did it. If we see roadkill <laughs> on the road. Oh, a dead skunk. He owed Fweets money. He did it. <laughs> and Fweets <laughs> is the rabbit. Yes, he's the bunny. Okay. So there's a whole handful. So basically, are your books centered around your pets? Yes. Nice. Yes. No, that's awesome. Now, your book just came out. Yes, last week. Really? Congratulations. Is this your first one? It's my first one. How many you plan on writing? There's going to be 10. Okay. There's going to be a series. That's awesome. Well, that's exciting. Um, Anything else you want to share with the folks? I just want to make little children laugh and fall in love. Pick a character that you love because each one has a different personality. Nice. And uh, just fall in love with it. Awesome. I love reading and you just go to a whole different world. Yes. And just bring some joy. Awesome. Well, that's good. And also, where can folks buy your book? On Amazon. Okay. It's available on Amazon. You can search my name and it will pop right up. And what's your name? Bobby Roberts. Bobby with an I. And the name of your book? The Adventures of Fweets, Buns, and Dwayne. (laughs) That's awesome. You hear that, folks? You can head over to Amazon. Look up Bobby Roberts. Did I say it right? You said it right. Awesome. Hey, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Great to have you on the show. Thank you. Hey, folks. Okay, we're with our next amazing author, and we have Tiffany with us. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so Tiffany, tell us a little bit about yourself. I am a new mom. My daughter is 16 months old. I am from down east Maine, and I just wrote a children's book um, pu- just published in September called Fly Butter. Fly Butter. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on your book. Thank you. Fly Butter. As in fly butterfly? As in um, 
there's a caterpillar named Butter uh-huh. who's told that flying is impossible, mm. even though that that's his dream. And um, in the book, you could probably imagine what happens. Okay, <laughs> awesome. That's a good answer. It's leaving people in a little bit of suspense there, making people want to purchase the book. Yes, <laughs> yes that's a good answer. Okay, so what inspired you to write Fly Butter? Um, I am also a dreamer myself. Okay. I've been told that um, some of my dreams are impossible and too big. Mm-hmm. Um, when I published this book, I thought to myself, well, that dream wasn't too big. <laughs> that wasn't impossible. Yeah. So I do want to encourage other people who have big dreams that really nothing is impossible. Nice. I Especially love that. Especially with our God. Yes. Amen. That is perfect. Okay. Is there anything else you want to share with the folks? No. She's like, absolutely not. <laughs> She's barely taking the microphone from me to talk. Um, no, Tiffany, it's great to have you on. And Tiffany, where can we buy your book? Um, it's listed on Amazon, so you can find it under my name, Tiffany Ritchie, R-I-C-C-I, or Fly Butter. Okay, awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Okay. Okay, folks, we are here with our next amazing author. We have the Reverend Timothy Groves. Welcome. Thank you for letting us come and do this podcast with you. Yeah, definitely. It's a pleasure. So, Timothy, tell the world about yourself. Well, I have been preaching the gospel for 33 years, been uh, pastoring for about 15, Mm -hmm. been traveling as a full-time evangelist, coast to coast with the Holy Ghost now for 13 years, and uh, excited about what God is doing in the ministry. Nice. I like that, traveling coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yes. So... What do you have here today? So you're an author. Yep. So I'm the president and founder of Time to Move Ministries. Okay. Um, and that has been basically what we've been doing as an evangelistic ministry for 13 years. Mm-hmm. My wife and I uh, and our four kids, we started off traveling as a family ministry. Now all the kids are grown and out of the house. And so it's just pr- pretty much me traveling with okay. the young men that I mentor. Yep. Um, I have three different books that I have written. My first one is called My Refuge. It's a 31-day devotional in Psalms. Mm-hmm. There is my second book called Two Minutes with Him. It's a 90-day devotional. And then there is my third book, Reflections in Wisdom. It's a 31-day devotional from Proverbs. Nice. That's awesome, man. And uh, there's going to be more to come. Yep, I'm working on my fourth one now, Foundations of Faith, Eight Pillars of Our Salvation. I'm looking forward to that one. That'll be exciting. And you said you travel coast to coast with the Holy Ghost. I'm about I six months out of the year on the road traveling. Wow. Yeah. So six months, you go out, sometimes you take guys that you mentor? I always take somebody with me. I don't like to travel by myself. Nice. Um, I mentor 30 young men across the country. Oh, wow. And so sometimes I'll take them with me. Sometimes I'll take people that I don't mentor, but mm-hmm. you know, just young men that maybe want to see the country and experience some ministry, see yeah. what it's like to go to a different church every week. So I usually go south January, February, March, mm-hmm. uh, back in Maine for April and May. Uh, the month of June, I'm usually in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Maryland area for that month. Yep. And then back home for July and August. And then September and most of October, I'm on the road. Midwest, if it is a even year, mm-hmm. um, odd year, it's West Coast. Oh, nice. He's got this thing planned out, folks. That's fantastic. And what I like what you're doing is, in my eyes, when I hear the word mentoring, the first thing I can think of is discipleship. Right. Just like when Jesus had the disciples with him. Right. You're discipling these guys. They're getting the hands-on side of ministry, which is fantastic. Absolutely. And I've been doing that um, since 2015. 
awesome. mentoring um, the guys. The first one was um, in two, the first two guys that started in 2015, then added more in 2016. And every year we seem to be adding more. Nice. Um, many of the guys, I help them get to like the next level where they're going. Maybe yep. they don't know what they wanted to do. Um, sometimes they'll go on the road and travel with me and they'll get clarity. Mm -hmm. uh, I've helped a couple of them find wives uh, when they traveled <laughs> with me. So yeah, nice. you just never know what's going to, what's going to happen in their life, but it's been usually life changing for them when they travel, but awesome. they're very appreciative to have somebody in their life that will speak into the life, be there for them yes. without judgment or condemnation. Yep. That's fantastic. And you know, you guys know how I am when I'm talking about stuff on relatives for today. Can you imagine if, if one man in every church in America did the same thing pastors doing? Yeah, we Can are you a imagine? fatherless generation. Yeah. And I get so many young people that I don't even officially mentor but they allow me to speak into their yes. life. There's probably every Monday and every Friday I send out a devotional yep. um, to well over 100 people. Nice. Um, and I only mentor 30. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to make Bible colleges, different ones that I've met that I've been just speaking in their life for years mm -hmm. through, through that devotional twice a week. And just yeah. in, they have access if they need to get a hold of me. Uh, and that's very important for them to have somebody that they can go to and talk to yeah. where they know they can confess. Yes. Like, oh, man, I'm struggling with this or that, where they're not getting condemned or yeah. beaten up or made to feel like a failure or a loser. Yeah. And we just have to have that connection because we're so, people are so hungry. Mm -hmm. You know, um, was it Paul that said you have many teachers but not many fathers? Yes. You know, and we just Powerful. don't have a lot of fathers in the faith. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being one for sure. And, uh, hey. Appreciate you, man. Anything else you want to share before I head to the next If they want to author? go to the website to order any of the books or t-shirts yes. that we have, you just go to timetomoveit.org and you use the number two instead of the word T-O, timetomoveit.org. Click on store and you'll find everything there. Okay, that's awesome. And once again, folks, remember, like I said before, whenever you hear about the minister's websites, go there first to purchase their content. It really is a blessing for them as well. They're traveling. They're doing all these different things. They're working hard to get this material out. So please support them first before heading over to other locations like Amazon and places like that, which there's nothing wrong with Amazon, like I said before, because I'm always ordering from them. But at the same time, let's uh, support the ministers. Awesome. Amen. Thank you. Hey, awesome stuff. Thank you, sir. Okay, folks, we are at our next amazing author's table, and we are here with Angel Murchison. Angel, how are you? I'm doing well, Steve. Thank you. Yes, fantastic. We've known each other for a long time. A long time. Many, many yes. years. Out there just being hands and feet of Jesus and the mouthpiece of Jesus. Amen. Yep. So, Angel, tell the crowd a little bit about yourself. This is going to be played for the entire world. Well, um, a woman that loves Jesus. And I would probably be, Steve, the least likely to succeed in life. Um, I grew up in a family of, I was the 14th birth to my parents. Wow. And my dad died, or my mom died when I was eight. And my dad um, struggled with alcoholism. Mm. But God has a plan for every life. Yes. And he has taken me through the fire. And he's... Um, giving me different gifts that I have used to help the body of Christ and to help non-believers. Mm. You know, Steve, that's one thing that I liked um, when you had the food pantry because God says, whatever you've done to the least of them, you've done it unto me. Yes. And um, so I've always been about my father's business. Mm -hmm. Once I come to know Jesus and 
Um, I always wanted to be a writer, Steve. Yes. I had a desire in my heart to write. And I was made fun of by writing, and so I didn't have any confidence about it. But one day, I had $40 and an airline ticket to a writer's conference. Yes. And away I went. Wow. And you know, it was there that I knew that God was calling me to write. And so um, my second book, actually, Secret Shame, mm -hmm. is my story. And um, when I was at that writer's conference in New Mexico, I had... Um, I felt that the Lord told me to write my write my story, mm -hmm. and I I it took it took me 27 years to write that book. Wow! And it takes 77 minutes to read it. Wow! And but God is faithful. Yes, He is. My very first book is called Good Morning Beautiful People, and it's one of a series. Mm -hmm. I have several others done, but not published yet, um, and. It starts out with knowing the love of the Father. Mm. When you haven't had a loving Father, sometimes it's very difficult to know Jesus as um, lover of our soul and yeah. as a loving Father. But I'm thankful today that Jesus is um, faithful. He's a faithful Father. Amen. And He has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for every person. Um, one of my very first... I guess ministry steps was um, starting a radio broadcast called Destiny Moments. Yes. On WFST um, 600 in Caribou, Maine at 12:05, and I've started taking those, Steve, and making um, a podcast out of them. Oh, nice. Um, I'm not real techie, but I'm learning. Okay. Um, and I just want people to know Jesus. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, if they forget my name. Well, that's all okay. But yes. as long as they haven't forgot Jesus, they're in good shape. Yes, that's what it is right there. I don't want to leave a legacy. I just want them to, rem I don't even care if they remember me, only Jesus. Amen. Yes, good stuff. So, you told us about your books. And before I forget, where can they buy your books? Well, my books can be purchased on um, my website angellmurchison.com mm -hmm. or goodmorningbeautifulpeople.net Amazon um, bookstores Okay, that's good. Anything else I want to share with the folks before I head to the next author? I would just say that Jesus loves you and if you're not journeying every day with him, you're missing out. Yes, and just go for it. Amen. You know, it's the people behind the scenes, like Angel, that's just going at it. She doesn't care if you even know who she is. She's all about the father's business all the time. Every time I see you, you're about the father's business. That's right. <laughs> yep, she's got Bibles over here to give out. And what's the name of the ministry you're connected with? Um, Angels Believe Ministries. The Lord laid on my heart um, back sometime to start a nonprofit called Angels Believe Ministries. Mm -hmm. 
And I said to the Lord, if this is really you, give me a confirmation. Yeah. And that next week, my sister came and she said the Lord spoke to me. He woke me up actually in the night and he told me to start giving you $50 a month. Wow. And I said, I'm not taking your money. You know, she lives on a very <laughs> limited income. Mm -hmm. And she said, no, I know what God told me and I want to be part of um, this ministry. Wow. And so I took that and... and um, and started utilizing the funds that we've never asked anybody for any money. We've mm -hmm. never solicited any money. Um, it's all been when God laid on someone's heart yeah. to give um, some money to the ministry. And um, we've bought food for people. We've helped people that were struggling with um, addiction. We have um, helped people that were losing their apartment. Yes. We've... Um, We've done all kinds of different things. Yep. Um, you know, when we get to heaven, I want to see a whole bunch of people that <laughs> um, God used Angels Believe Ministries for. Um, Powerful. Yep. And you're going to see a lot of people that you don't even know come up and say, hey, you know what? Your ministry blessed me. Your books blessed me. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, Angel. It is. You know, um, I keep praying every day, Lord, trust me with more. Mm -hmm. And the more you can trust me with, Lord, I, I wanna, I wanna be a good steward. Um, so this um, ministry, Angels Believe Ministries, there's no administrative fees or anything like that. Yep. Um, actually, we work and put our money into it. Um, so it's not, um, it's just a blessing to people to help them. Yeah. And I believe if Jesus was here, that's how. He would do it. <laughs> yes, yes. Everything that comes in goes out to help others, to take care of the less fortunate. Or like a gentleman said in one of the Zoom meetings I was in one time, he said, beautiful giving is giving to those who can never pay you back. You know, Steve, I'd like to share this. Um, when I was going through a difficult time myself, I had no food. And I thought I could fast a whole week. And I had taken even to that pay period to help this other person that really needed help. Wow. And so it, was, it came the fourth day, and I got hungry. And I said, God, I don't think I can make it. And um, a knock came on my door. And this gentleman said, my wife wanted you to have some fresh potatoes and green beans. Wow. And, you know, um, I know what it's like to go without. Yep. And so that's why I have the heart that I do, yep. is to help others like that. That's awesome. Well, God's going to truly bless you even more than he already has, and you already know that. Just keep being the hands and feet and the voice. Amen. Awesome stuff. Hey, thank you so much, Angel. That was awesome. Thank you, Steve. we got to get together. You still owe me an interview. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> All right, appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, on to the next author. Okay, folks, we are with another amazing author. We have Wesley with us. Wesley, how are you? Great. How are you doing, Fantastic. Steve? I'm doing fantastic. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. This show goes across the entire world, so remember that when you're sharing. Yeah, amazing. So my name is Wesley Pearson, originally from New Hampshire, southern New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up there, and then when I was 18, I actually went straight to the mission field. Oh, wow. I joined a ministry in New York City called Street Life Ministry. Mm -hmm. and we worked with addicts and 
people who are homeless, nice. women who prostitute themselves. Wow. And then from there, I moved to Brazil. And mm -hmm. I lived in Brazil for a year. And I worked with women who prostitute themselves wow. and street kids. Okay. And from there, I moved to Haiti. And I lived in Haiti for a couple of years. Uh -huh. And I worked with children, um, street children, and uh, oversaw an orphanage. Wow. And then the Lord brought me back. Um, it's through a long story that I won't share, but um, he brought me back, and my husband and I planted a church in Carmel, Maine. And nice. we've been here for the past five and a half years. Wow. And she doesn't even look like she's over 30. That's <laughs> Thank impressive. <you>. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Wesley, that's amazing. So she just opened up a can of worms because normally when I'm doing a podcast show, I would literally just go off of everything you said and yes. we'd talk for an hour. So you've been around yes. the world, done some traveling, and everything's been for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. exciting. That's yeah. really amazing. So you have written, how many books do you have? I have one. I'm working on a second book, but for now, um, my book that I have right now is called The Orphan Mentality. Okay. And tell us about it, or don't tell us about Yes. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, when I was actually living overseas, I was living in Haiti at the time. I came back to the States. I was going to be speaking at a conference in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And during that conference, I was spending some time with the Lord and talking to him, he said, write down all the characteristics of all the street kids and orphans from Haiti and Brazil. Wow. So I took out a piece of paper and, and I wrote down all the characteristics and mm -hmm. said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with that? And he said, read it again and think about the church. And I thought, oh my gosh, wow. we are living like orphans in the church. And, and that moment was really a turning point in my my own life where yeah. I realized how many ways I was thinking like an orphan, living like an orphan, wow. even though I had been saved and adopted into the family of God. And at that conference was the first time I taught this mm -hmm. message. It developed into a seven session teaching that oh, I went nice. uh, to ministry schools and churches and mm -hmm. I did the and did Bible studies just through the teaching. I was encouraged to put it in a book format. Okay. And in the book, it just focuses on the seven, seven key uh, characteristics of the uh, kids from Haiti and Brazil mm -hmm. and why they did what they did, what they did and why they did what they did. And then gives an example from my own life about how it looks in the church, wow. in a believer's life. Um, reflecting and how we can get free from that. Nice. Yeah. That sounds really good. I'm definitely going to buy a copy yeah. of that. So tell the folks, where can we purchase your book? You can get the book a couple places. It's on Amazon. If mm -hmm. you just search The Orphan Mentality uh, by Wesley Pearson, it's both in English and Brazilian Portuguese right now. Oh, nice. A French version is uh, getting worked on. Okay. And then, or you could buy it from my website, which mm -hmm. is www.wesleypearson.com. Okay. And Wesley is spelled W-E-S-L-E-A. <laughs> Pearson, P-I-E-R-S-O-N. Okay, awesome. That's fantastic. And I've been encouraging the folks to go to the websites to buy the books. Great. That way more funds go towards your ministry. Yeah, and right now, um, just so people know, I'm trying to get the books donated into prisons. We're, mm -hmm. we're flooding the prisons right now in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Texas. Nice. So for every book that's purchased, a book gets donated oh, to nice. an inmate. Or someone can choose to just sponsor an inmate getting a book for $5. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, well, is there anything else you want to share before I head to the no, next author? No, thank you so much, Steve. Awesome. Hey, <laughs> great having you on the show. Thank Thanks you. again. Mm -hmm.
Okay, folks, we are here now with the next awesome author. We have Pastor Chris. Chris, it's great to have you. Thank you. Yes. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. I have a family. I'm I'm a happily married man with many kids. Yes. And uh, I live over in uh, Barrington, New Hampshire. Okay. I shepherd a church called the Awakening Church out of Dover, New Hampshire. Mm Mm-hmm. I've written a few books. I um, am the founder and president of uh, Chris Dubois Ministries. Love Jesus, and I've uh, been doing ministry and uh, following the Lord for many years now. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, it's great to have yeah. you on the show. Thank you. And um, tell us about your books. All right. Well, my first book I wrote was Holy Holy, um, a training manual for living a completely holy life. And I've done a study guide since. And then I've written a book on dating called Dating um, with Discernment. Uh, navigating um, the modern dating scene with God's guidance. Mm-hmm. And the first book is uh, on holiness is all about a uh, grace-based holiness that's heart-centered, that's based on loving God and loving people. Mm. So it's not legalism on one hand and works, but it's not lascivious and license on the other hand. It's trying to find that biblical balance and bringing holiness back again. Holiness looks like Jesus. Mm. So it's a book on how to live out a holy life. It's broken into three sections. The first part, what is biblical holiness? The second part is how holy can we be in this age, on this earth? earth before we get our glorified bodies in the next age and also how to live out that holiness and practical living. So it took me over seven years of practical living Mm -hmm. on how to find freedom and victory over my own uh, personal sins and struggles. But it was also a lot of years of research. It's uh, many, many pages, over 300 pages, 29 chapters. It's been it's been like the passion of my life. I believe God, uh, I've been, I've had prophetic words over my life that God would call me to be instrumental in a holiness movement. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd write a book on the subject and I just really have a passion for that. Nice. And um, the dating book was all about, you know, um, I, I'm, gonna, I'm in the process of changing the title to a better approach to dating. But right now it's called Dating with Discernment. But the, the whole premise is that uh, there is approach to dating that is wiser than what we see in the typical modern dating scene. And that it is possible to be a virgin before you get married. And it is possible to do it in a wise way. Mm. There's biblical principles, even though the subject of dating isn't mentioned in scripture, there's biblical principles that you can apply in the current dating scene so that you don't make stupid choices and that you can prepare yourself for the matchmaker to bring you the one that God has selected for you. So Amen. that's pretty much what those books are about. Okay, well, great. Hey, that sounds good. Great insight. And also, where can we purchase your books? Um, ChrisDuboisMinistries.com. So Chris, C-H-R-I-S, Dubois, D-U-B-O-I-S, Ministries.com. You can go in there and purchase all three of them um, and find out there's a lot of free stuff on there, free articles, free videos. And uh, hopefully I'll be writing more books to add there throughout the years to come by God's grace. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, hopefully they bless people. And uh, you can always visit my church too, www.the-awakening.online. And uh, there's other videos on there, too, and, and free resources. So, And you can purchase the books also on uh, Amazon. Nice.com, yes. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah. Chris, I appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Looks like people are starting to leave on us, <laughs> getting that time of day. But All right. definitely glad to have you on the show. Thank you, sir. Appreciate your time. Awesome. God bless. Okay, folks, we are at another table with another amazing author. This time we have Barbara Baker also known as Barb Baker, an amazing woman of God. 
we go to church together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Barb, tell the audience about yourself, because remember, you're talking to everybody around the world. Awesome. <laughs> well, I'm a woman on a mission. God, yes. God's got me doing things that I never thought I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, I just uh, completed a book uh, that he had inspired through my own testimony and journey I'd been through. And he's like actually given me understanding of looking at things through the vantage point of heaven instead of this earthly plane that cries to cripple us. Mm. So I've been able to be victorious and I'm excited in Jesus. Yes. Flying high. <laughs> awesome. That's exciting. And so you've got books you've written. You've written more than one book. Yes. Uh, so the uh, restorative work of the Holy Spirit is the one I was just talking to. Yeah. And uh, it's a journey to wholeness. Yes. And that's uh, under the authorship of Barb Baker. Okay. And the other one's under Barbara Baker, and that's inspirational moments in time. That's poems. Now that's my, yeah, that's my poems. Yes. And one of them was actually nominated for the World Peace Award. Really? Yeah, Gandhi won it that year. (laughs) (laughs) Tough crowd, tough crowd. Really tough, you know? So tell me something. Um, You don't just do books, though, do you? No, I have a podcast. A podcast uh, show? Yeah. You do, Barb? (laughs) (laughs) I I had a really good friend and brother in the Lord help me with that. Amen. You wonder who it was. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm sitting with him right now. There we are. That's right. (laughs) I'm really proud of you, Barb. And so what's the name of your podcast show? Uh, The podcast is The Journey to Wholeness with Barb Baker. Awesome. And we can find that on any podcast app? I believe it's on Oh, yes, it is. I'm asking questions. Let me tell you. (laughs) I'm asking questions that I already know the answer to. Yes, you can find it on any podcast app. He knows all the answers. He should be doing this himself. (laughs) (laughs) Including Spotify, Amazon Music, Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of locations. Yep. And so it's fantastic. Really proud of you. I'm excited. And the Lord, you know, anyone who actually purchases our book, my book, The Holy Spirit and Mine, Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the proceeds are going to go to our mission the Lord has my husband and I on. We journey into towns and cities and we speak into the atmosphere and pray with people and just encourage people along the way. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you on. And where can we get your books once again? Uh, Amazon. Okay. Uh, anyway, worldwide. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. Make sure you folks go check out Barb's podcast as well as connect with her on Facebook. And she also has a Facebook called The Journey to Wholeness. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Well, thanks for your time. Well, thanks for interviewing me. Yes. Hey, God, God bless. bless you. We'll talk to you later. Okay, folks, we are here with our next amazing author. We have Helen here. Helen, welcome. Well, thank you so much, Stephen. I am delighted to be here today. Awesome. That's fantastic. And so, Helen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am an author, Uh and I have a book coming out in December. It's in the hands of the editor as we speak. And I expect to have that back soon. There'll be a little bit of revision, and then it's up and out. Awesome. And it is Christian fantasy for preteens through young adults. And many adults 
I'm very interested in reading nice. it, as we know. It's um, the fantasy genre, which mm-hmm. is very, very popular. Yes. And my first book is called The Eagle's Jubilee. Nice. Yes. And it's about eagles in a very fiction land. Uh-huh. And so Eagle Z is the main character. He's the youngest of a family of five eagles. And he is in a position where he has to save his community and family from an evil dragon. Wow. And so the great white eagle, Lord Elastron, sends him on a quest. Oh, nice. And so the book is all about his adventures and how he goes in the, about saving the eagle community in which he is a part of. That sounds amazing. I'm looking forward to ordering one. So they'll be out. That's fantastic. Now, what inspired you to write? Well, about 20 years ago, God called me to write the book. It was um, maybe a little more than 20 years. So this Mm -hmm. is called Delayed Obedience. (laughs) 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 Although I picked it up and I started off and on through the years, you know, but life gets in the way. But God seemed to be a little bit more... Uh, adamant that I needed to get the book written. Yes. Well, it's a series of books. The book's written now. Mm-hmm. So I've been like, kind of, you know, God's very persuasive. Yes. You know, and he can be very, very, very persuasive when he wants to get his way. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to be disobedient. Um, so over 20 years ago, when Harry Potter was out, yep. I, you know, had a... a, a son in Christian school yep. and the Harry Potter books were being passed around and I thought read the um, jacket and so forth and I thought oh well is this something that I really should have my son reading right and so I googled online and I found that there were these wonderful Christian leaders that I admired that said oh yeah that's fine let him read that it's the classic good against evil but there was another camp of Christian leaders that I love and admired mm-hmm. that said, oh, no, don't let them read that. <laughs> yep. You know, it really is. We'll lead them into darkness. It's about, you know, It has a lot of spells and witchcraft in it. Yep. And that concerned me. Mm-hmm. I said, but I sat there and thought, well, which is it? Right. So I read the book. And what I found out was that she is an amazing writer. Mm. And her storytelling is is <laughs> is superior yeah and i didn't know of any christian fiction writers that wrote on par with with jk rollins so i went into a two-week travail i mean i was crying out my heart Mm. lord raise up christian writers to write books along these lines that will point our kids to light rather than darkness at the end of two weeks, God said, and it was almost audible, not quite, but loud enough for me to, you know, hear him well. Yep. Uh, one of those rare times. And he said, yes, honey, and you're one. Oh, wow. Well, I got up, bought my knees. I went into Moses mode right away. I uh-huh. said, gave him every reason why I was not one. <laughs> <laughs> he started running. And I know God, yep. you know, he will ultimately get his way especially with a person who has a heart to want to be obedient yes. to him yep. so i wouldn't re- i wouldn't pray for two weeks <laughs> <laughs> you ran away hard i said no i'm not praying because i know you'll talk to me some more about doing this and yep. i don't want to do this because i'm not qualified go find a qualified person to do this yeah well you know he is 
sneaky Jehovah. Yep, that's right. You know, Jehovah and so sneaky. he started giving me dreams. I started praying and he gave me visions. Mm. I'd be driving to work and he'd be talking to me about the different characters. Wow. And I'd be saying, Lord, I don't want to write this book. Yeah. But at the end of several weeks, he had pretty much written the book for me. Wow. And I, I, I gave in. I said, well, Lord, you, you pretty much gave the, me the whole story. Yeah. I'll go ahead and I'll do it. Nice. Well, that was over 20 years ago. And, you know, I picked it up and put it aside. You yep. know, life gets in the way and so forth. And as I said, now he's been adamant. Write the books. Yes. That I've given you to do. So here we are. This particular book is not one of the original books. I still have that to write. But as I picked it up to write it, it was obvious that this, this character, which is Eagle Z, mm -hmm. needed his own story. Nice. And the editor confirmed that. Okay. So, we, I, so I actually spent this year holding away, creating a story for Eagle Z. Nice. And Eagle Z got his name because I was driving to work one day. And I needed a good name for him. And mm -hmm. I thought, well, Eagle Z might do it. You know, he's the fifth eagle in a large family. He's the runt. Mm -hmm. You know, all of his siblings are big and, and powerful and pick on him. And, you know, he's kind of the underdog in the story. Yeah. So he could be made fun of. His name is Z, Zero, et cetera. And then I talked myself out of it and thought, well, that name is probably too corny. Mm. And so just when I was going to throw out that name, this car came whizzing by me at 90 <laughs> miles an hour, got in front of me, slowed down, and there he was. And I said, what was that all about? And I happened, my eyes happened to catch the license plate. License plate said Eagle Z. What? I know. I'd oh never my seen that word. license plate on the highway before, and I have not seen it since. Wow. You know, so I said, There's okay, boy, there you go. Awesome. So that's how he got his name. Awesome. Yeah. So the book comes out in December. In December. It should be in out in December. Christmas, yes. Fantastic. And so where will it be located for when folks need to buy it? It will be on Amazon when they need to buy it. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Well, I really appreciate your time, and we look forward to hearing more about this amazing book. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm really excited that you're looking at writing fantasy books for Christians. It's really important because we really don't know what we're reciting when we're reading some of these books that have mm -hmm. witchcraft statements in them. You know, I was talking to my wife recently about, you know, when we're watching these, if, when we watch these movies in the past and then we've repeated some of the things these kids are saying for the spells, how do we know it's not a real spell? Exactly. So, yeah. So I really appreciate that. And I thank you for your time. Well, thank you yes. for having me stay. Awesome, Helen. Hey, God bless. And uh, we'll be in touch. All right. Okay. I look forward to that. Awesome. Okay, folks, we are at another amazing author's table. We've got a mighty man of God here. We have Earl Robinson with us today. So, hey, Earl, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, definitely. And tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Well, um, my name is Earl Robinson. I'm originally from upstate New York. Mm -hmm. I've been here in New, New Hampshire now for over 17 years. Okay. Back in 2002, the Lord um, 
told me to come up to New Hampshire to be with John Paul Jackson. Mm. And I thought I was going to come up here for two years. I said, oh, man, okay, Lord, we'll go, go up there for two years. Here it is, 17 years later, I guess, in heaven, the, the numbers are, are different up there. They did say one should put a 10,000 a flight. And so, you know, God sees numbers differently. Yeah, So I'm still definitely. waiting for those two years to <laughs> somehow. But, um, you know, the name of our ministry is called Return of the Eagles Prophetic Ministries. Okay. It was a ministry that was given to me over 35 years ago. It, it was supernaturally um, given to me. And, that, and at that time, I was just still trying to figure out, you know, what does this mean to be prophetic or be a prophet, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was having all these encounters and dreams and all of those things. And, and I just began to read. I just began to read. I, I read and I began to watch others and I began to hear and listen to the Spirit of God. Mm. And the uh, Spirit of God literally began to teach me. Yeah. But then there was times in my life where, you know, he said, okay, now I want you to go and sit under on this person. And the only person, the only two people I really sat up under as far as like the office of the prophet was Aaron Evans. And Aaron Evans introduced me to John Paul Jackson. Mm-hmm. And then I was with John Paul Jackson for many years. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it was amazing. Before I even met John Paul Jackson, he appeared in my dreams four times. Wow. Before we even met. And the very first time we met, him and I clicked like that. Mm-hmm. But um, the book itself was actually given to me over 10 years ago. It's called um, From the Hood to the Hill, My Prophetic Journey. Yeah. And I had to walk it out <laughs> because wow. it's, a journey, it's, cause it's a journey. Yeah. And when I was, was given the book, I didn't realize how God was really walking me through these things, through this journey, mm-hmm. until I began to sit down and read about it. I mean, not read about it, but um, begin to um, journal it. Yeah. And as I began to journal, I remember I went back to my very first journal back in 1988, mm-hmm. where I was really struggling emotionally and spiritually. And when the Lord began to uh, sit me down and say, okay, now it's time to write this book. And when I went all the way back to that book, um, 1988 journal, it was like this, when I say heaviness, I'm talking about the, the heaviness of the spirit just yes. fell up on me. Yep. Because when I began to read that back then, I can see the brokenness. Mm. I can see the, the struggles that I was going through. Yeah. But yet I was still yearning and longing, Lord, you know, help me, help me, help me. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm broken and I'm struggling. And so when I picked that up, it was like this the anointing, the presence of God just came up on me so heavy and so mm. strongly. And I be, just began to write. And he took me all the way back to um, the very first day I was born. The very first day I was born, the, the doctors told my mother I wasn't going to live. said, this child's not going to live. And I actually said, Mom, you know, do you remember anything? She said, no. Only thing that my mother could remember is that a priest went in the um, room where I was at. Yeah. And I believe I was dedicated to the Lord then. Man, that's and They thought I was going to die. And uh, I was dedicated to the Lord. Mm. And it was so amazing because... If you study the Old Testament prophets, you know, um, that, were, um, that were serving the Lord. Yes. What they would do is that they would um, literally, um, not, I wouldn't say tattoo, but they would put a mark on their right hand mm-hmm. to indicate that they were serving God. Wow. I was born with a birthmark on my right hand. Really? And the birthmark, when I, the only thing I could think of, I, didn't, I had no clue what an eagle was. Yeah. I was eight years old, and I would literally walk around telling people my birthmark was an eagle. Because you can see that oh, the, this, yeah. is, this is the head right there. Yes. And there's the wings right there. 
Wow, and for real a, people, and yes. The, um, the tail. Yep, look at that. You can see it all right there. And I would literally prophesy my destiny. It had no idea. No one ever told me what an eagle was. I, I was just walking around saying, this is an eagle. Mm. See, I was born with the birthmark. In the Old Testament, if you study the Old Testament prophets, they would literally um, brand the, the right hand or something like that, mm -hmm. to indicating that they were um, chosen by the Lord of heaven, wow. by the Lord, um, by, excuse me, by, by the God of heaven, that when they went in and said, thus saith the Lord, yeah. you know, they knew, people would knew why, because not only what, what they were saying, but there was this mark on their right hand that would indicate that mm. this, this man is speaking from the God, for the God of heaven. That's powerful. So I was um, born with it. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. And so from the hood to the hill, powerful, my prophetic journey by Earl Robinson. Now, where can we purchase your book? Well, you can find it on, um, on Amazon. Okay. Uh, you can um, find it on the hard copy and the um, paperback, and also you can get the... Um, the Kindle. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, do you have a website where we can purchase the book? Well, um, the website, it's called R-O-T-E Prophetic Ministries. Okay. Dot com. Okay, good. Now, can we purchase the book there as well? Yes. Okay, good. Because like I've said before, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, folks, but go to the author's websites and support their ministry. There's a big difference between going to a major store and the author gets $2 out of the entire amount versus going to their website and they get a larger percentage. Let's support these ministries. Let's support these ministers as they continue to write and walk according to the way God wants them to walk. Amen? Amen. Uh, can I just share one thing? You sure can. Oftentimes, you know, um, when you see the word hood... The first thing people think about <laughs> is the city, you know, the, yeah. um, the ghettos, the cities yep. or whatever. See, no, no, the word hood is an acronym for neighborhood. Yes. Whether your hood could be the, your, um, wherever you live, your, the suburbs, the rural areas, mm -hmm. the country, wherever you live, that is your hood. Your family yes. is your hood. See, when, when you see that word hood, there's certain things, certain um, belief systems, mm -hmm. certain things that molded your thinking, molded who you are today. Yep. That is your hood. See, my hood became heaven. Mm, that's awesome. I like that. See, my hood became heaven. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. See, when we see that from the hood to the hill, my prophetic, the hill is the hill of God. Yes. It's the presence That's of the powerful. Lord. Amen. My hood became heaven, mm. and the hill is his presence. Amen. You hear that, folks? What an amazing man of God. You've got to check this book out, folks. I hope you'll check all the books out that I've covered on these last episodes. And uh, Earl, I thank you so much for your time. Hey, man. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, God bless you. God bless you, too. Awesome. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Really hope you enjoyed the interviews today. And I want to encourage you all once again, make sure you go over to Amazon, go over to the websites, check out their books. Great authors, really. It was exciting to get to come and visit and uh, just talk to everybody. I really hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you'll find some great author books. I really hope you'll take the time out. Also, if you do purchase their books, make sure you leave them a rating and a review. 
And uh, thank you all once again for tuning in to another episode. Truly hope you were blessed. Hey, don't forget to share with friends, family, and even a stranger. Hey, God bless you all. And to all the authors out there that were on the show, thank you so much for participating in this interview. Really hope you'll be blessed. Hope you get some customers. Hope you get some connections and divine appointments. Hey, with that being said, God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.